On this episode of Locked on Lightning, we got controversy once again in the NHL. The Lightning are back in the top three in the division, as well as another big night for Nikita Kucherov. All that coming up and more on Locked on Lightning. Your Locked on Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Adam Tanker. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Locked On Lightning. And just as a reminder, today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. Download the Sleeper app and use the promo code Locked On NHL to get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Today, we're talking about the Lightning getting back into the top three in the Atlantic Division, finally, as well as Nikita Kucherov's big night the other night against the Flyers, as well as, unfortunately, uh, another controversy is sweeping the hockey world, as it was announced earlier today, that and and that five players from the 2018 uh, Canadian junior team uh, were embroiled in this this terrible, just terrible sexual assault. Uh, supposedly, you know, it's it's one of those things where you know now these are just allegations. The the Canadian police do want to talk to these players, uh, and that was earlier today. And now we are. It, I'm recording this at eight oh four p.m., and now it was announced about. I would say several hours ago, probably six hours ago, that five players uh, are taking leave of absences, five NHL players, uh, one of which I will say um, is former Lightning player Calfoot. And... You know, it's one of those things where, you know, I wouldn't have commented on it that much um, because these are we are still very, very early on in the in in the procedures of this investigation. And, and I'm not going to say here that this person's guilty, that person's guilty. Um, I wouldn't really have come on here on tonight's show and said that, you know, really talked about this unless. Unfortunately, it involved a former Lightning player. And it, it's one of those things where, you know, like I said, for all we know, this this could be fake allegations. And on the other side of that coin, it could be very, very true. And given how the NHL has handled things of this nature in years past, uh, not really talking about it, not really, well, I say talking about it, but it's one of those things where I feel like not just the NHL, but the hockey world has just been very mum or reactive instead of proactive with this stuff. It seems like in recent years, I mean, it's, it's really gotten a lot more frequent and, I think it goes hand in hand to a certain degree. If you've been a listener of this show for quite some time, 
uh, you know I am very highly critical of the lack there of communication surrounding the NHL as well as just hockey culture. And the, the you know, if, if there was, I, I feel like if this supposedly did happen, this is, you know, there had to be more than five people that knew about this. I, I can't see a scenario in which five junior players, unless this happened away from when this team was together, you know, these guys very well hang out outside of when they're playing for Team Canada. But I guarantee you Team Canada is going to be very much scrutinized going forward until there is some definitive proof that they did not know otherwise uh, about this. And and I guarantee you, uh, if unfortunately, if it does come to light that Cal Foot allegedly, if, if it turns out that these allegations are true, unfortunately, against him, um, there's going to be some eyes turned towards the lightning because he, he was a member of this, of this, this roster of, of this team for, for quite some time. And it's one of those things where even if the lightning, you know, could have had no idea, unfortunately it's going to be one of those things, like I said, where the lightning are going to be, looked at sideways uh and and i'm sure the franchise at some point uh if the investigation does show that he did participate in what was said uh in 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 the allegations brought against him um the lightning are going to be really uh under some some pressure to to make a statement and I, I didn't want to talk about this. Like I said, I this is one of those things where if you've been a listener since day one, I hate talking about this stuff. Um, and we've been pretty lucky, at least, you know, here on the show where the team, other than the whole Ian Cole incident that happened uh, last season, which turned out to not really mu- have much merit. Um, it's one of those things where, you know, um, it's unfortunate and it, and it distracts, it, it, it's going to be a cloud that's going to be hanging over the game of hockey for, for quite some time. Um, I, who knows? It may not even, even go away, but it, it's one of those things where we, I feel like it was, we needed to talk about it just because, you know, there's Cal foot, former lightning player, uh, one of the players that's taking a leave, um, and, and and it's one of those things where I think that now, whether it's true or not, um, there's just been so much controversy around the game of hockey. Like I said, hockey culture, it's cool when you talk about it to a certain degree. But at the same time, I mean, you know, there needs to be some more transparency. Uh, there needs to be some sort of, you know, some sort of you know communication more with these players especially from an early age as well as you know even within the organizations with with executives and and you know everybody that's a part of these 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 franchises because 
over the last couple of years, I mean, like I said, there's been a lot of instances, most most recently the 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 just the crap that went on with the Blackhawks. And and it's one of those things where really it, it's starting to become toxic. It's starting people, you know, if you want to bring fans, new fans to the game, uh, this ain't the way to do it. And 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 I think the NHL needs to be proactive about this. You know, I, I know it. It didn't happen under their watch, but at the same time, the NHL, as we know, I mean, um, who knows, you know, with other incident incidents, uh, how much they knew uh, before it really came to light and, and all that stuff. And it's just it, it's just one of those things where I think just the culture in general around the game of hockey is broken and, and really there, you know, you would kind of figure the the last straw for everybody would have been when the NHL got rid of Pride Night. Uh and you know that's not the case. And you know, you, you want to grow the game, yet you're you know, you you're you're a league that is not very communicative about the real things uh with the fans. And and I'm not really looking forward to the the response or lack there of response that we might hear. I mean, this is all subjective. Like I said, this story is not even 24 hours old. This is something that we, I, for me, who's someone who who follows the game of hockey on a daily basis, even during during the off months, I know as much as everybody else listening or watching this podcast does. But I mean, if it ever does come to light that Cal foot unfortunately was doing something that he was not supposed to be doing while as a member of the Tampa Bay lightning, uh, we'll have to address it here on the show and it just sucks. Um, so moving on from that coming up in just a little bit, we'll be talking about the Tampa Bay lightning are back in the top three in the Atlantic division. What does this mean for the team? Should we not get too excited about that uh, after their big win last night against the Philadelphia Flyers? What does that mean for this team as well? Uh, we'll talk about that. And then later on the show, keep stay with us as we talk about another big night for Nikita Kucherov as he continues, in my mind, to cement his heart trophy uh, campaign. Uh, all of that coming up and more in just a little bit. But first, I want to talk about one of our sponsors on today's show, and that is our friends over at Indeed. Now, listen, if you are a new business owner, Indeed is the place for you to really go in and hire the top-tier talent. We're driven by search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Just match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 300 and 50 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you could connect with candidates. You know, if you've been listening to this show, you know I have a friend who just started his own business, and he his business was growing rapidly, and he was stressing, how am I going to be able to fit my needs as, you know, I'm becoming more and more successful? I said, listen, you got to go Indeed. And he did it, and he found three new con uh, candidates and, and hired those people that same week. 
And now he's growing even more with his business. So if you're starting your own business, you got to go Indeed as well. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy. Uh, so go to Indeed right now. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash locked on. Just go to Indeed.com slash locked on right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast, indeed.com slash locked on terms and conditions apply. Need to hire, you need indeed. So as always, I want to thank everybody for making us your first listen of the day. If you're watching on YouTube, thank you for making us your first watch of the day. If you haven't already done so, please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Give us a follow wherever podcasts are distributed in audio form. We're also available on YouTube. Like I said, subscribe to the channel there as well. Hit that thumbs up button and drop a comment below this video. Um, I've and before we get to our next topic, I just want to ask those of you in the comment section, especially that watch this show. And if you listen to the show, go ahead and to our YouTube page and drop a comment as well to this question that I have for all of you, the listeners. Um, so I really want to make this show more interactive and. You know, I always say when I tell you to comment on the YouTube uh, videos to, to join in on the conversation, that's great. And I love the enthusiasm. I love the the replies that we get from all of that. But I want to keep the conversation going. I feel like it kind of stagnates after a while. You know, it, it's just because just the format of commenting on a video. So I'm I'm putting the ball in your court as the listener or the watcher. I want to know what because I want there to be some sort of ongoing conversation about stuff uh, with, with around the Tampa Bay lightning, of course um, I want to know I'm taking a little poll right now who would be interested to maybe whether we start a discord or some other messaging service where there's just one big group uh, what would be the best or easiest way for everyone to get on board with that so we can continue to talk go back and forth i know everybody doesn't have twitter uh i know not everybody listens uh the same way whether it's on youtube or or like i said on the on the uh the, pl the platforms uh with spotify itunes google play whatever stitcher um so but i want to have that constant conversation between episodes so let me know whether it be on X, you could reach out to me personally, or you could go to this video on YouTube, drop a comment below. What is the easiest thing or your idea in general as to what, how we could get everybody more involved more frequently? Because, you know, like I said, I, I like to hear what you all have to say, and I like to hear, you know, get your two cents on, you know, how we can make the experience here more enjoyable for all of you. Uh, so we're talking about now the Tampa Bay Lightning after their win last night against the Philadelphia Flyers. Back in the top three of this division in quite some time. And, and I said it on last night's episode. I've said it on multiple episodes. I've said that this team, they've shown flashes of being able to play at that level and and it's right there for them it really is it's right there for them in terms of getting that last playoff spot in the division because you know i i will say it, it is very discomforting 
the way the Lightning have played this year and and where they are in the standings. It's it's really been um, disappointing because we, as a fan base, we look at this team and we expect big things from them, and to kind of been have struggled uh, throughout the course of the season this year, going from really not having a playoff spot to then getting into the wild card and now being in this third divisional spot. And and we all know it could change on a nightly basis. That's just the nature of the NHL schedule. My thing is with that is that it's been there. Like I said, it's been there for them all along. And now they have it because Toronto is not a good team. I mean, they are a good team, but they're not this over this hyped team that we hear Whenever you throw in TSN or or Hockey Night in Canada, whatever Canadian outlet you want to say, and 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 I'm not crapping on them. I mean that's that's their job, that's their home team. Really, they gotta they gotta hype them up and be excited about that. And yes, the the Maple Leafs are a good team. They're a very good team on paper. They're just very yeah. unachieving, and they're a team that I feel like even though they got the big names, they can't really. I feel like they can't hold their weight that that reputation or at least those expectations are that are held to them. And I think that the Lightning are a team that have been there before and are able to overcome adversity. We haven't seen that quite often consistently this year, but the tide may change for this Tampa Bay Lightning team. And I'm really hoping going forward that we will start to see a better team and what i mean by that is not necessarily through personnel changes because we we talked about it on the episode last night that chances are not much if anything is going to change with this team going forward for the rest of the season you know really the off season is really going to be the time where we we might see some drastic changes because with the lightning what they have in what what they have to, to 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 trade away isn't really much of anything. I mean, you're lucky if you maybe get a third round pick uh, out of the group of guys that I mentioned last night. But I hope that this being in that third spot in the Atlantic Division, where you're sitting behind uh, very good teams in in Boston, in Florida. I hope that kind of lights a fire under you for this team. Because if 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 they this main could very well be the last the only chance they get to be in that spot for the rest of the year is that competitive. You got the Maple Leafs and then you also have Detroit that's right on your tails as well. I mean, Tampa now right now sits at 55 points. Toronto's at 54 and Detroit's at 53. So really you're not, you don't have a lot of wiggle room and chances are going forward. Even if the lightning keep that through winning, if they keep this spot and they are able to distance themselves again, uh, from, from Toronto, you know, you're not going to, you're not going to catch Florida and you're especially not going to catch Boston. Uh, two very good teams who, and barring some catastrophic injuries, 
two teams who are going to just continue winning and continue compiling points. Really, you know, it, this is a very different scenario in which we find ourselves this year than what we've seen in years past where the Tampa Bay Lightning, uh, all they had to do was was be competent and get into that third spot or second spot or whatever. Uh, you know, this this isn't, but that isn't the case this year. And it goes from, you know, just like I said, just having to waltz into that third spot. And now you have to kind of look over your shoulder now this year, uh, more so than years past, because the, the the division is a lot more competitive this year, as well as, you know, if you don't get that third spot, guess what? You have other teams in the playoff hunt in the wild card that could easily knock you off. Uh, we've, we've gone very much in depth with that. You got the Jer- New Jersey who's starting to play well again. Five four and won their last ten. You got the Islanders, who yes have have kind of struggled this year. Uh, it, they haven't really been able to get it going consistently. But they got Patrick Waugh, who I spoke about on yesterday's episode. You know, say what you want about him, he knows how to inspire people. Um, obviously, he's a legend, so he's been he's won a couple of cups in his day, and he knows what it takes to win and he's going to be a very valuable asset uh, to those players on that Islanders team. So really, no, you, you got two teams coming out of the metropolitan behind you. If, if you're looking over Detroit and Toronto, that could easily, you know, leapfrog you in the wild card. If, if you're not careful. So really that's why it's more safer to really just try and do what you can to pad your lead in this, in in that third spot because if you don't i mean like i said you're really dropping yourselves into very dangerous waters in that wild card race out in the easter conference so you know we'll obviously keep an eye on that as the season progresses as we get ever closer uh to may and the end of the nhl season so let me know in the comments below how you feeling about that let's not get overexcited because it's one night like i said it could happen you know the lightning could lose their next game and bam, it's, you know, now you start to see them tumble down the hill. Uh, but, you know, we'll we'll just take it game by game here for this Tampa Bay Lightning team. So uh, coming up in just a little bit, we'll talk about Nikita Kucherov's uh, wonderful night again, as well as an update on his um, heart trophy uh, race, I guess, with, with Nathan McKinnon and company there in just a little bit but first i want to talk about our last sponsor of the show tonight and that is our friends over at the sleeper app now it's almost the halfway point in the season lightning fans and like i said and i will continue to say this this team best way to describe them peaks and valleys that's really what they are and right now they're at the top of the peak Uh, i know that's sad to say about a third spot in the division but that's the kind of season it's been for the tampa bay lightning but regardless of where we are in the current standings i want to remind you that you could win big by playing daily fantasy hockey on sleeper the official daily fantasy app of the locked on nhl network sleeper is our number one choice for daily fantasy sports and especially daily fantasy hockey because with sleeper you could win 100 times your cash in daily fantasy hockey contests Uh, All you have to do is pick players like Nick Paul and Nikita Kucherov to record more or less than their sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, saves, plus, minus, and more in a given game. So use promo code LOCKEDONNHL. You'll get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. 
That's code locked on NHL. See sleepers terms of use for details and locational availability. So as always, I want to thank everybody for making us your first listen of the day. If you haven't already done so, please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast wherever you follow us, wherever you listen to us on any app-based platform, as well as if you're watching this show, thank you for making us your first watch of the day. And go ahead and subscribe to the channel on YouTube. Hit that thumbs up button below. Drop a comment below. The Lightning are back in the playoff race in terms of the top three of the division. That calls for a celebration. Kuti Kucherov very much contributed to them getting back to that. And it's very much contributed them to staying in the playoff contention uh, as well. And like I said before, um, if you're following us on YouTube or wherever, uh, just go to our YouTube page below this video right now real quick. Uh, let us know because, like I said, I want to continue the conversation and I want to hear from you more. And so you could hear from me more. Uh, between episodes, whether it be from day to day, as well as over the weekends, I want to have the conversation going. Uh, and I, one of the things that I love about doing this show is that I feed off you guys, the listeners. And so I want to hear from you more. And so drop a comment in the below the comment section of this video and let me know what would be the best way for us as a group, as, as you, as a listenership, as a fan group of locked on lightning for us to do that, you know, whether it's Reddit, we all get together that way or it's some other maybe messaging or social media platform. I know not everybody has X. Um, I, to be fair, I'm not even really that, that active on X either, but, uh, willing to be if we could get maybe a group together i mean i'll do those uh those live those those x live or those twitter live things whatever they're called i'll do that where you know i could talk to you guys um live and then you know you could kind of take turns talking about the team as well uh back to me and everybody could join in on the conversation uh so let me know in the comments below for that uh but right now we're talking about nikita kucherov i mean we've talked about him quite a bit this year as rightfully as rightfully as we should uh thus far through 47 games after tonight after last night he has 31 goals and 80 points i mean his point share and i don't talk about the stats like that a lot on this show like more than you know goals assists and points and plus minus but point share is one of those things that i absolutely love to look at if i'm like trying to evaluate a player and trying to see whether or not is this guy's stats inflated or not or whatever, you know, what is he doing that is having his stats this way other than doing the eye test. And one of the stats I always love to look at is point shares. And for those of you who don't know uh, what point shares is point shares. And I'm reading the official uh, definition off hockey reference is an estimate of the number of points contributed by a player. So that includes goals, assists, um, being the third passer. So, you know, as, as you know, on every goal, a player gets a primary assist and a secondary assist. It could also be that as well. And it's also other things that are taken into account with that. And the fact that he has 9.2 points, I mean, that shows how much of an effect he has had on this team. Uh, over the course of the season and, and and really, you know, how he is able to just 
have his hands all over games and have his fingerprints all over games. And, you know, going from last night's game, uh, he was all over the place. I mean, he had two goals. Uh, he and, and really, it was it was another game in which you saw he was just the offense as it normally does and, and should runs through him and really um, was really impressed in this game because when we were recording the episode last night, if, if some of you listened, if you haven't, please go ahead and go back and listen to that. Um, he, it, it was one of those games where, like I said, the lightning, um, they start off, they get off to a good start and it looks like everything's good. And then as the game progresses, um, it, it could, sometimes it's a matter of the other team just snapping back into it. And other times it's, it's a matter of the lightning just taking their foot off the pedal uh, and and this team did a very good job of kind of staying with what the tone that they set to start the game, uh, ending up winning six three against a very good Flyers team that had 30, 32 shots on net. And like I said, Kucherov was very heavily involved in that outpouring of of uh, of offense. And and really, the thing that has really impressed me with him this year is just. You know, he's been more aggressive, and I think that's something that we shouldn't overstate because, as you know, if you've been following this team, such as like I and a lot of listeners and watchers of this show, you know that, you know, in years past, especially when he is on an absolute tear, there'll be nights when he comes out and it just seems like he's disinterested, whether he's just not feeling it mentally or the other team is just maybe doing not giving him as many good looks as he would prefer. And on that same note, probably a lot of it has to do with the fact that maybe, you know, let's face it, you know, he doesn't want to, and, and we could say the same thing here too, that we don't want to see Nikita Kucherov have to go out there every single night and take five, six shots or, or whatever, you know, the amount that would be applicable and, and really required of him in order for this team to win. And, and I feel like in years past, yeah, you know, some players, they don't want that burden. They don't want to go out there and be the guy every night. They want to be, they want to be able to set up their teammates for, 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 for goals and and all that stuff. And he's that kind of player he would prefer. And you could tell uh, he prefers to set up his teammates for goals instead of having to score, having to score them. Um, I don't know. We've never really had an explanation as to why he plays that way, but I'm pretty sure, as we could see this year, uh, whoever it was in this offseason, whether it was Cope or maybe somebody else on the team, uh, somebody told him plain and simple, shoot the damn puck, and he has really done a good job of that. Um, I mean, you look at his last five games, all but the games against Detroit and Buffalo, he's had five shots on net. And and really, you know, if you if you look at his shot totals uh, this year, um, he's at one hundred and ninety nine. OK, mind you, we're only 47 games in or he's only he's only played 47 games. His shot total last year was two hundred and seventy one. So one ninety nine right now at two seventy one. And his career high is 279. So that shows you he is on an absolute tear this year. And that's phenomenal. And that shows you what you do, what can happen 
when you shoot the damn puck. And it, it kind of, I always equate it to when I was growing up and whether I was not, well, not growing up, but like when I was younger and I played high school baseball and, and went on playing college, one of my biggest things, you know, I was a power hitter, gap to gap guy. And I, for some reason, especially in high school, I just didn't swing the bat. You know, I don't know what it was sometimes, uh, but when I made contact, I went a far away. And I, you know, I, I think going into my senior year, it always, you know, I had a coach come up to me and tell me, you just need to swing the bat and good things will happen. And that's the same thing with Nikita Kutrov. You know, it, you shoot the puck, good things will happen. You're talented enough. And we've seen it. Like I said, he has 80 points this year. Um, he's easily going to eclipse 100 for the second straight year. And will he get to the 120 mark? Probably, uh, <laughs> probably, uh, you know, it would be the first time since that record setting year uh, in which he was just one of the best players in the league uh, where he had 128 points and 87 assists and only had 41 goals, which is wild to think about it. Um, I think he's going to get far higher than 41. I would hope that's maybe wishful thinking. And I think that really, like I said, when you when you talk about his stats and then Obviously, the next logical step is, well, guess what? Um, where is he rank among players? He's currently leading the league in points. Uh, he's 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 a little far ways back from, from the league uh, leader in Austin Matthews, who has 38. Um, I don't expect Nikita Kutrov to eclipse Matthews in goals. I mean, Austin Matthews is the heart and soul when it comes to scoring goals of that Toronto Maple Leafs team. So I don't expect him to slow down anymore, but I kind of equate this and this is probably a bad comparison, but it's the first one that came to mind. It's kind of compares. I, I kind of compare it when I look at these two, because I think really when you look at it uh, at the heart trophy, um, it, it comes down to really three guys, probably two, depending on you know what conference uh, you favor more. It comes down to the three guys, and that's Nikita Kucherov, Nathan McKinnon. Probably, you know, I think at this point we could say, I know I was more so on the Pasternak uh, train last night, but I think we could interchange Pasternak and maybe Matthews out. You would have to, at this point, you would have to, you would have to add him to the, the equation there. But I, I think that it's going to come down to if he stays hot, uh, maybe Cooch and Matthews. I know some other people will say, what about Nathan McKinnon? But when I equate it, you know, these two dueling it out and just what kind of different styles of games they play, in terms of, you know, one is more of a scorer and one is more of a, a facilitator, yet scores a lot of goals. I look at it back in the old days when they were both in their prime, Crosby and Ovi. You know, one scored a ton of goals and the other kind of was more of a setup guy, but also, you know, was able to score 30 plus, 35, 40. Um, I know that's a terrible comparison. And I know you, some of you are probably going to crap on me in the comments and whatever. Go ahead. Uh, but I, I think that really at the end of the day, when we talk about the Hart Trophy conversation with this guy, I we we got to look at most valuable player towards their team and then evaluate where their team is at right now. 
Um, for example, Austin Matthews, if you take him out of the lineup or if he's not as performing, if, he, if he's not at 38, where are the Maple Leafs right now in the division? Honestly, probably probably still where they are. Um, maybe a little bit lower. I'd probably say shave six points off of that. So on the cusp of a playoff spot, maybe in the playoff mix, who knows? At the same time, you look at Nikita Kucherov, and, and I know I'm being super biased now, but it's the facts. You take him out of his lineup or you just substitute in an average player. The Lightning are nowhere near a playoff spot right now. We're not having the conversation. We're at this point in time on January 24th. We're having a conversation about what the Lightning need to do with the trade deadline to get more draft picks. <laughs> and that's basically it. Uh, so let me know in the comments below. I mean, it, it's at this point, if both players or all three players or all four, if you want to throw in David Pasternak, who I think really you should, I mean, it, it would be kind of, you know, if you really are serious about this conversation, it, it's coming down to Pasternak, McKinnon and Matthews right now, unless, you know, maybe there's a dark horse that will emerge, you know, maybe who knows how people i i don't really know how many people how people really feel or are crazy about adding artemi panarin i mean he does a lot of good things for the rangers but they are more of a team that is you know there's a lot of good players on that team um and and you know i'm not saying he's the focal point but i'm also not saying that he's not just another schlub so I mean, it, it really all comes down to who people like and, you know, who they want to see win the award, which I'm sure there's going to be some bozos out there. They're going to give Nathan, uh, excuse me, Connor McDavid uh, votes, you know, even though he is really not anywhere near, I feel like he should be uh, to get those votes. Uh, just to put a perspective and then we'll end it here. Who does that 80? Connor's 20 behind. Can McDavid realistically make up that pace within the span of a couple of months, barring Cooch, McKinnon, and Pasternak kind of start to slow down? Absolutely. Do I see it happening? Most likely not. Um, so let me know in the comments below what you think about that. I mean, it, it's it's one of those things where it, it's starting to become a trend that Lightning players, when they do indeed play well, get snubbed for for awards and and accolades so uh hopefully the uh hopefully the the tables turn this year and kucherov gets another heart trophy so we'll be back tomorrow to talk about more news and highlights surrounding this tampa bay lightning team and only you could listen and be on top of that by subscribing to the podcast once again give us follow wherever podcasts are distributed in audio form as well as hit us up or go visit our youtube channel uh, subscribe to that as well. Hit the thumbs up button. And like I said, get in on the conversation. Comment below. Uh, like I said, I'm going to be running a poll, or or I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna drop it in the comment section uh, after we post this. Um, you know what is the best way to keep the conversation for all of you, whether it be Discord or or X or you know whatever the case may may be. I want to. I don't want the conversation to stop once we post this. I want it to keep going. Uh, throughout the course of the day and happen in live time and and i want all your feedback on that so go ahead and do that but in the meantime that's been it for this episode of locked on lightning part of the locked on podcast network your team every day i'm your host adam danker i'll talk to you in the next one